Happy Thanksgiving. This week, we discuss a Thanksgiving classic most of us have not seen. Planes, trains, and automobiles. I'm Chad. I'm Matt. Have a seat. Grab a turkey leg. Because you're listening to episode 83 of... We used to talk about this at work. All right, so um, we welcome back um, Sativa and Kamaya. Um, we're going to see how you ladies are doing in one second, but I wanted to do a little bit of housekeeping um, while it's on my mind. Um, so we got a bonus. Uh, so first of all, this episode's dropping on Thanksgiving Eve. So, you know, that quick turnaround, you know, give you guys a little, little early Thanksgiving treat, you know. Um, so you're welcome in advance. Also, we have a bonus episode coming out this Saturday with myself, Rachel, and friend, where we discuss a couple holiday movies, terrible holiday movies, fucking terrible holiday movies, but it was a lot of fun. Um, we talked about that new Lindsay Lohan one, so bad, but it's it's a fun time. It's a fun time. Sadly, Matt's not there because he doesn't enjoy the finer things in life, but it's going to be all right. I'm glad I didn't. The way you just described that, I'm glad I did not participate. <laughs> also, um, please rate us on Spotify. Anyway, so um, welcome back, ladies. How y'all doing? I'm doing all right. Just all right, Sativa. Just not a lot going on. Just all right. All right just coasting along. How about you? Are you doing okay? Doing great. Can't complain. Well, it's very nice to have you two back. Um, we haven't had the two of you on the same episode since Valentine's Day, and it is November now. So I'm glad the stars aligned. Um, so, Sativa, you've been a little bit more busy than you you've let on. Um, before we started this episode, um, you uh, for anyone not familiar with the lost boys um you you just had a bit of a rewatch like what's going on there yeah um i kind of discussed this the last time i was on the show Uh, we kind of have movie nights with a friend we watch old horror movies lost boys was just re-released on 4k because it's celebrating some sort of anniversary probably like the 40th so we rewatched that yeah it's a movie i grew up with i love it i think it's a lot of fun it holds up pretty well uh but what's funny is like, like you just said with Kamaya here, the stars kind of aligned this year for us because um, in the Lost Boys, there's this very famous scene with uh, the sexy sax man, that oiled up man. He's playing that saxophone just to save his life there on that boardwalk. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very famous scene. Uh, SNL actually lampooned it with John Hamm maybe yes. about five or six yep. years ago too. Yes, they Sergio, did. it's hilarious. Uh, I happened to meet him at a horror convention this summer. His name is Tim Capello in real life. He's not the sexy sax man. And you know what? He is still rocking that exact same look. He's got the cod piece and the pants and the hair. He's not oiled, but he's still he, pretty buff. He actually knows how to play saxophone. Was that was that actually him playing? Yeah, I uh, I didn't know that until like a few years ago. He's a like he's a real musician. He went to some fancy like real whatever oh, you know instrument 
people go like, to like a like conservatory or something. or something yeah hmm. and he used to tour with like tina turner and carly Ooh. simon and bruce springsteen and stuff yeah yeah so he's like he's legit but that that movie definitely kind of put him on the map in this weird little niche that he is enjoying in his in his older age uh he he did a mini concert at this convention we went to he played that song he he takes it for serious like it's it's kind of wild like i kind of respect someone who doesn't change who they are for 40 years like he just loves what he's doing so he keeps doing it he's super nice guy so i got to meet him even more bizarre is um cory feldman is also in that movie Uh, people might know him as like mouth from goonies he was in gremlins bunch of 80s movies in a decision i still don't know if it was the best choice but my husband and i saw him in concert recently he's a musician i mean he thinks he is uh yeah yeah he's actually apparently been making albums for like decades uh the one thing you you wouldn't have known about me like when we were at work together because i was pretty quiet but like i get these little frenetic periods of energy where i get really excited about stuff and you excited about anything oh yeah yeah i went running through the house yelling about Corey feldman i don't know and my husband took it seriously and bought those tickets i I, I mean to be fair uh who's who's that artist um recently where they were like they had buy one get one on their tickets oh gosh yeah yeah was it like one of those uh, the baby situation where you bought one Corey feldman ticket you got four free we paid for two but after he bought them i was like are you being serious he's like yeah yeah i was like oh How, how much were they oh too much they should have been oh. half what they were sativa. but what was sativa yeah. how much were those tickets oh they were like 80 bucks for the pair yeah it was bad it was bad the- yeah but i was supporting a very small local venue that you know i actually love that little venue and you bought did you buy these tickets did he buy those tickets through Ticketmaster? oh no like the venue has their own little site like okay they're okay. they're really small potatoes um, you know, but uh, fuck Ticketmaster right now. Oh, yeah, all that. Forget that. And for like the weeks leading up to this show, I'm like, oh, God, like maybe they'll take the tickets back. And they were like, no, like no refunds. Those are your tickets. It's like, oh, heck. Well, no I guess I'm just going to. No, I said, I'm going to drink beforehand. I'm going to go. I'm going to enjoy this. Cool. We were two rows from the stage. Didn't know that was going to happen either, but we're right there. Yeah, Corey Feldman's like, I don't know, eight and a half feet away. It was great, though. Like, I turned to the lady next to me. I'm like, did you buy these on impulse just to see what this train wreck was going to be? She's like, oh, yeah, yeah, totally. So I spent the whole show like snarking with her and some guy next to my husband. I asked him the same thing. I'm like, did you just buy these and not think about it? He's like, yeah, but I'm here, so I should enjoy it. I'm like, yeah, we're all in the same boat. Corey funny if that if that lady next to you was like seriously there, like she fucking follows on tour. I'll tell you what, we were surprised by this. There were some people there who were like legit, like hardcore. They knew all the words. They were paying like $300 for the box set. They knew Corey Feldman's weird dances. Um, No, it was strange. It was, and bless his heart. I mean, truly. Bless his heart. All right, so let's let's, let's take a quick pause. Uh, We're going to watch a little bit of his performance. Oh, Oh, Chad. All right. Matt's too hungover for this. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot to lay on someone like that. <laughs> I'm like, 
he took his Don't hoodie me. off. He, he should kept the hoodie on. No, that's that's for a dramatic effect. Yeah, he he's big on that. Uh, he had I'm not even kidding. He probably had about eight or nine costume changes. <laughs> <laughs> All of them were like ripoffs of Michael Jackson. Like he had this red coat. I mean, three different fedoras. I mean, I don't I don't think we like I don't I'm I don't I think only me and you, Sativa, are familiar as to uh, what that reference means. So I think we should just keep pushing. But um, well, he he takes it very seriously. Uh, Wild experience, you know, throw that down um, in the books is something that happened. I'm just going to I'm just going to say he was popular in the 80s when Michael Jackson was popular. And they have cross paths, and yeah, you do the math. They were, they were you, 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 you do the yes, you do the math on what we're alluding to. Yeah, he even does his hair like him. It's he's definitely got a Michael Jackson thing. Yeah, it's yeah. So you you saw you saw a train wreck, huh? <laughs> oh yeah, it was kind of like with Tim Capello. I. I kind of respect it. Like they, him and his little band were definitely putting a whole lot of energy into that. Like they believe it. They love it. That's, that's their thing. Their backing tracks are louder than their vocals, probably yeah. for a really good reason. Uh, his I mean, wife got, sings. He yeah. Has a wife. Yeah. Uh, actually, she might've been in that clip you just showed. I think she was the angel at the, the MacBook. Oh, that they kept showing. Yeah. I think, yeah, she, she sang, she sang Cindy Lauper. Mm. Ooh, time after time. Uh, the the Goonies are good enough. He he chose songs from movies he's been in, and they sang those. We're gonna put "sang" in quotes. He sang a song uh, from the Lost Boys. Saxophone song? No. Uh, the the intro song, "The Cry Little Sister," has a lot of yelling in it. Mm. But yeah, like I said, we're just gonna put it down the books as something that happened. You know? I mean, look, mm. this is the yeah. the whole point of going out. Is for the experience, right? It and the was story. An experience. Yeah. And you had and you I experience something and you have a story. And that's the whole point of going out. Yeah, we got stories. It was weird. It was alcohol so helped. I mean, I'm sure if you would have spent an extra twenty dollars, you could have fucking gotten backstage. Okay. Like, no, that actually that bootleg. You're not gonna believe this. His meet and greets were hundred and twenty two fifty per person. More than the tickets themselves. Okay. Yes. And he would only sign one item unless you bought merch off his table. And then he'd sign all the merch for free. But his merch looked like it was made in 1995 Windows Paint. Like it was bad. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, I, I at a convention, maybe I'll pay 20 bucks for a table selfie. But I am not spending 122 bucks to, right. to table selfie with Corey. That, that's not going to happen. But yeah, some people did. They had the VIP badges, and Ugh. I didn't stick around for that. I, I left. When Ugh. it was done, we we bounced. Yeah, that's probably for the best. Um, Kamaya, how's your bacon been going? It's going. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. fine. <laughs> I had to bake some more this what Monday. I had to bake some more. But all right, so um, we'll keep up the baking. You know, it is Thanksgiving and stuff. Have, have your family asked you, like, bake shit? Does my family make, like, bake stuff? Is that what you mean? No, 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 no. Like, since you are, like, you know, culinarily inclined, you know, using my big words right now, uh, and Thanksgiving is coming up, 
like what are you making for thanksgiving um cornbread dressing and and mac and cheese but but not like dessert i said what i said Chad. <laughs> Hey, the mac and cheese is the cornerstone of the Thanksgiving. I mean, if the mac and cheese ain't rocking, then that throws everything off. <laughs> throw away the entire Thanksgiving dinner. Just right. throw everything on the table away. Right. If the mac and cheese ain't hidden, then there's a problem. That's fair. Um, what all are you guys doing for Thanksgiving? For us, normally we get our turkey from Popeyes and everything, but uh, the wife wants to try something new. Where we're uh, going to wait, roll back, roll back, roll back. Yeah, Kamaya made a face. Explain that to her. Oh no! Yeah. Uh, here, here, Popeyes. Um, Popeyes sells turkey and dressing and everything. Um, I read an article where, in some places in the state, Popeyes is doing it in the U.S. too. Mm-hmm. Where you buy a turkey, you get you can buy the turkey by itself, or you can get sides and things like that. So here uh, on base, what? Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Oh no! So for the past two years, we that's how we've been getting. We get that turkey from Popeyes, get mashed potatoes, get the sides and things like that, and then we cook whatever the additional stuff we need. Because you don't have a in Japan, they don't have a oven. None of the houses have an oven. What? How how do you bake? We bake. We it's a all right. Let me take that back. I shouldn't say do not have an oven. They have a smaller oven, but you're not going to fit a turkey inside that oven. Okay, okay, but you can still do cakes and cookies and stuff. Right. Yeah, but you're not gonna. It's not big enough for like a turkey to be in there. A big turkey. I got you. You're right. Okay. How about this year? What'd you say? Is it like a fried turkey or yeah, fried turkey? It's fried. Yeah, it's fried turkey. And uh, so we've been doing that for the last two to three years. But this year, the wife that um, base is having like a buffet type of thing. Got their stuff. So we're going to try that this year. Oh. Like when they like when they're on the news talking about like we feed veterans. Look at this. Uh, kind of like that, but no, we got to pay like fifty or sixty dollars. It's, it's some stupid shit that we for the pay. family or per person. Per person. You, I'm sorry. What? How much? How much food is gonna? I have nothing. Oh, Corral is still twelve ninety five for. Oh no no no! Sorry sorry, I was wrong. Twenty five. Twenty five per person, and uh, it's like a buffet. Twenty five per person. Is your son a whole person or a child? My it is. My son will be ten dollars because age is twelve and older is twenty five per person. Six to eleven is ten dollars. Ages five and under is free. Right. I mean, to be fair, your 12-year-old son has been nine for about four years now. So Exactly. Know. Of course. Once we get there, yeah. He, he, we're going to treat this like how my mama used to do. You 10 today. Yes. Yes. Sativa, what are your Thanksgiving plans? Um, Nothing, like, exciting. The family's going to come to my house because I have the bigger house. 
Mm-hmm. My dad's gonna fry a turkey. He always does that. Ooh, like 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 so. Matt. Yeah, like well, Popeyes. Well, no, like <laughs> like I mean, he's gonna proper fry it. And like, hey, they're gonna deep fry that shit probably. Yeah, my dad has a giant pot. It's like huge, and he just dunks the whole thing in there, and it just that's what Popeyes is gonna. Yeah. Do. <laughs> but yeah, we're gonna have that, and I don't know. That's it. Just gonna hang out and eat. We don't do anything like fancy or special. Any uh, Black Friday stuff going on? Oh, God, I hope not. I have the day off, so that's cool. But oh, I am so jealous. I'm so fucking jealous. Yeah, I have not had Black Friday off in two years. Well, I, I kind of cheated the system. I, I have a training event on Monday that I have to attend, and that would usually be my day off. So I was like, oh, since it's the same pay period, can we just slide it to Friday? And they're like, oh, yeah, sure. Oh, you work four times. Uh five four nines or something oh that's something like that that shit is yeah four tens i'm lazy i can't i can't do that but now i'll be off and i hope i don't have to go out that sounds horrible Mm. um i'm doing like a friendsgiving type situation so that'd be very interesting so um matt uh what 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 did did you get into last night man because you're looking you're looking a little rough times there my guy yeah, it was supposed to be just an old friend. We haven't seen each other. We've been busy. He was like, oh, we're going to come over. He asked, can he come over? He's going to shoot the shit, hang out. And I'm like, cool. I already did my homework for the podcast. I'm like, we're just going to talk. He comes over, brings a couple bottles. And I'm like, all right. The wife said he can come over. She's cooking. This is like 6 o'clock at night last night. Then, you know, um... She asked him if he's hungry. He was like, oh, no, he already ate. So then my son and my wife eat, and she's like, are you going to eat? And I'm like, no, I don't want to eat in front of our friend. I'll wait till he leaves, right? Thinking, you know, he will be here for a couple hours and be done. I, I feel that so hard. Like, I don't be wanting to eat in front of people. Right. And so I'd be like, yeah, okay. Um, that, That'll be gone soon. Well, so next thing you know, we are singing karaoke uh drinking um uh, had a good old time it was that a mike's heart lemon what is that no nah, that's japanese beer oh, okay oh you that's can't hear the song though you can't no, hear it singing I, 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 I muted it oh but <laughs> no you gotta hear it singing we was on point though that's a we was on point All right so th- we're at a point where i got i I have to cut this because you know we we gotta get copyright right stricken on YouTube. Now nah, you you needed to not have jumped in, man. Your 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 man's was killing this thing. You just came in and fucked it up. See, you should talk with Corey Feldman. He'll fit right. <laughs> <again>. <laughs> he definitely could. But I fucked up the lines at the end. But it's okay. how how far into the night is this? Because it's like. No, look, no. look, 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 look at Matt's eyes. Just look at Matt's eyes. It's like he cannot keep those open. Uh, this is uh, this is probably like 10, 11 ish. <laughs> okay, so you, you, you partied hard last night, and what time is it right now? 11 30. Okay, it's not as early as I thought it was. I woke up at nine. I woke up at nine and then, well, the wife woke me up at nine and she was like, 
I was like, wait, oh shit, it's it's bright outside. What time's the podcast? Is that 10? <laughs> Thought you overslept and shit. <laughs> right. <laughs> but nah, it's okay. All right. Well, I'm, I'm glad you I'm glad you you made it. Um I'm glad you're here, you're present, you're ready to participate. Thank you for, for coming, coming, coming. Oh no. Of course. Of course. So the question I have for you guys based off this is you do karaoke? I I've done karaoke. Are you good at karaoke? Like if you you do like <laughs> I do karaoke, but I don't do karaoke in a public place because I know my singing is trash. So, but I guess the question, Chad, can you sing? No. But that's not gonna stop me from you know being stone cold sober singing at karaoke. What is your go-to song? Um, most Disney shit. <laughs> that says up that, that on brand. That's it. Right. That's yeah. that's on brand for you. Yeah. How about you, ladies? No, definitely not. No, no one needs to hear me sing in public. Oh, Sativa. Certainly not. No. Oh, Sativa. Do you sing at home? Not really. I don't think my family wants to hear that either. No. <laughs> Kamaya, what about you? I, I've been to karaoke. I mean, that can you, can you sing? Yeah. Why did you, you lean back? <laughs> because I'm like, this is new information. Like, when you say you can sing, is this like, I you believe you can sing, or people who've heard you say you can sing? People that heard me say I can sing. Interesting. You want to you, you do a little melody right now for the I listeners? I do not. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was nice. I do not. <laughs> so that's going to be a hard pass, huh? Yeah. Okay. Um. So I well, since we're on the topic of like singing and whatnot, uh, I went to Frozen the musical this past week. Um, this is basically the movie. Like, if you've seen the movie, that's basically the show. Um, I don't know if I was being sensitive or if this was intentional, but it was cold as fuck in that theater. Like I was freezing. And you think they did again? that on purpose? I feel like it because it's like it was a, it was this past Sunday. So it was like really cold Sunday. And so like there's no reason the AC should have been on. But I was like, oh, it's frozen. We're gonna make it cold in there for them. Gotta make it immersive. Mm. But uh yeah, like overall it was a good show. Like, you know, uh what was really neat were like some of like the uh on stage effects, like um when the Elsa would do her magic stuff, like that'd be like um something like to simulate like uh fog coming from her hands. And uh during Let It Go, they did a um what do you I forget what it's called, but basically she had on one dress and then it's like there was nothing covering her. And then like within a second, like the dress like inverted in itself and she was in her like sparkly let it go dress, like the blue one of ice and shit. Like that was really cool. Um 
Also, they changed the rock people. Um, in the in the movie, there's rock people, but in the musical, they're like wildlings, like like people that live in the woods, like people that look like they live in the woods. They changed it to that. But um, overall, it was a good time. Cold as shit in there, but good time. Um, also, I'm growing as a person, guys. Um, yesterday, daycare sent a message saying, hey, um, your daughter's acting a little weird today. And we took her temperature and it was 100 degrees. And I was like, okay, I'm on my way. So I pick her up. She seems fine. Like she's a little messy, like whatever they were doing. this. like, so granted, she got to school at seven and they messaged about nine o'clock saying you need to pick your child up. And so like, she's kind of messy. And I was like, why is like, why is there like stuff on her face? And they were like, oh yeah, they were playing with like shit. She must've rubbed it on her face. I'm like, okay, but she seemed normal. You know, we get home and I get the thermometer out and she has a temperature of 97 degrees. And I'm like, what the, what are we doing here, guys? They were like, nah, they was like, all right, we gotta get up out of here. She got a fever. Right. <laughs> Just slowly calling all the parents like, hey, right. hey. So like, I don't know, man. It's just like, I was like big fucking mad because like when they sent the message, I, I just stopped what I was doing and I went and picked her up. Like I didn't mm-hmm. like say, say anything to her. So I get back and I'm like, you're not sick. So I'm trying to finish my work day and like she's there and I'm like, she shouldn't fucking be here. Like, yes, yes, I love my child. But also, she's not sick, so she shouldn't be home, you know? Right. And, and so I'm like, a ch- chat before therapy, he would have sent a message to the school with a picture of me holding a thermometer up to her fucking head saying she's not sick, you assholes. Like, what the fuck? But I am in a different place in my life right now where I am working to better myself. So I didn't do that. I was able to push forward, but you know, I could see like past chat holding on to said rage. So you know that see growth that is growth. I'm proud of you. Thank you so much. Um, I'm still very fucking annoyed yesterday about it. So yeah. Um, <clears throat> also, in the whole guys of like change and growth and stuff. I'm trying to, you know, be more open-minded to anime because I'm not a fan of anime, me personally. Uh, There's a few movies that I don't mind, but, you know, I was trying to, you know, broaden my horizons. So I asked Matt, like, hey, what would you recommend I watch? And he recommended that I watch Chainsaw Man, which is on Hulu. And I watched the first episode of it, and I'm not, I didn't like it. Like, I don't really want to watch, like, action shit, Matt. Like, I don't want to watch, like, fighting shit. I want to watch slice of life content. Spy family. Okay. All right. My bad. No action. Then, yes. Chainsaw Man has a lot of action in it. A lot of blood, everything. But you want some good comedy, relief, suspense type of stuff, kid things, spy family. All right, I will check that out and get back to you all. Um, are you ladies into anime at all? I used to watch it like in my twenties, but okay. I haven't been keeping up with it. Like 
I saw a couple of things on Netflix recently that were cute, but I don't know if they were technically anime or not. I don't remember what they were called. The Great mm-hmm. Pretender, I think, something like that. It was great cute. show. Great. It was. Yeah, it was. That, that it was is good. anime. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Like there, there become these boundaries. Like if it's produced by like Americans, it's not anime. I don't know who made that or anything, but I, well, I thought it was I, fun. I, I get that because like a lot of animation these days, like a lot of Western animation they do the style in the style of anime true so it's like there's like a lot of like newer batman cartoons where it's like it looks like an anime or some stuff like that yeah, this one but was fun i don't know you said you're looking for slice of life this kind of reminded me uh if you ever saw a tv show from years ago called leverage they're all kind of uh, scheming to meet. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the, it reminded the, the, me of that. Yeah. Like, there's a lot of scheming to sort of meet a, a greater need, and there's all sorts of just kind of twists and turns. It was kind of like that. It was it was cute. What's it called? I think it was called The Great Pretender. Okay. Something like that. It's on Netflix. Yeah, I fucked with Leverage, yeah. Um, what yeah, about it, you, it reminded me of a lot of that. So what about me? And or do you, or, Are you into anime? I'm not into TV. I don't know half the stuff y'all reference on here. (laughs) You don't know what Frozen the musical is? I know what Frozen is. You don't don't know what daycare is? (laughs) Oh, you were talking about TV. I don't know. I don't watch. I mean, I mean, from what I understand, Chainsaw Man is a newer anime, so it's like it's not a big deal if you've never heard of it. It's like the last anime that I heard about is Pokemon. probably One Punch Man. Is that anime? Yeah. Oh yeah, I love One Punch Man. That's because my cousin watches it or watched it. That's the only reason mm. I know what that is. Is that still going or is it over, Matt? No, they had one season years ago, but they've been bullshitting for like three, four years to where they oh, finally coming out with a second season. Yeah. Then they finally come like the new season hasn't came out yet, but I love the first season of One Punch Man. Let's see how many episodes was it? This came out in 2015, 24 episodes. See, that's the thing that I, I I'm not trying to watch that many episodes of a single season. That turns me off. I would stay away from Dragon Ball Z. They season be like 70 episodes. I mean, what's that? Uh, yeah, I'm good. Um, moving down the line, I uh I did watch something foreign though. Uh, have any but has anybody here heard of Dark? It's on Netflix. I've heard of it, but I haven't seen it yet. So this is something that's kind of been on my radar for the last couple years, but it's a German show, and my thing is like I don't mind things that are subtitled. But you got to be in the right mood because like sometimes you just want to have something on in the background and you want to like be f- playing with your phone or whatever. But like I don't speak German and dubs on Netflix of live action stuff are terrible. And so it's like you got to really be in the mood to pay attention to it. But um, the people that made Dark just came out with a show called 1899, which is like a mystery type show where it's like 1899. And they're on a boat headed towards um, New York when they come across like a phantom ship, like another ship like that, like 
that's going to take people to, you know, a new country and it's like a bad end. And they're like, what the fuck? And so I was like, okay, let me stop bullshitting and watch Dark. So Dark um, came out, I believe, in 2017. And it um, it it follows um, basically a little boy was kidnapped. He well, let me rephrase that. A little boy goes missing, and it starts off like the investigation, and you learn about the different people in the town. And eventually, basically, just to jump jump to the end here, the show is about time travel. Like at the end of the second episode, you find out that the little boy somehow he's in 1986. And you, you know, you go from there and it's like, it's very twisty. And like, there's like stuff online with like character charts because and by the end of season one, you would have gone through three, three different time periods. And the mm-hmm. same characters are in these, well, some characters are in these other time periods, but they're different ages and they're played by different actors. So, like, you've got, like, the kid version of one person in the 50s, and then their adult version in the uh, 80s, and then, like, their elderly version of themselves in the, like, 2010s, right? And they're played by three different people. And sometimes it's a little confused, like, who is this? Who is this? You know, trying to put it together. And, like, one person does this thing in the 80s, and you're like, okay, but you, you whose daughter now? But um, I finished the first season and it's quite interesting. Um, it's three seasons total, and like this type of like time travely stuff is right up my alley. Of like, um, basically, can you change the future by doing things in the past? Is is time just like one big circle? You know, it, it asks these kind of questions. And then it's like some kind of fucked up shit. You you learn some fucked up shit about some of the characters. Like maybe somebody doesn't realize that somebody is related to somebody else because of time travel. But you've established these relationships and you may be into somebody you didn't realize you were related to. Because time travel, right? Right, right. Yeah. So... It's very good. I watched the first season. I highly recommend it. And one last thing I highly recommend, I got to go to an early screening of um, The Menu. It has Ray Fiennes uh, fucking the queen right now. Anna Taylor-Joy from Queen's Gambit. Uh, Nicholas Holt, he was an X-Men. John Leguizamo's in it. A couple of the faces, like a couple of the actors where if like, you saw their face, you'd be like, okay. I can't name, I can't, I don't know your name, but I've seen you in a lot of stuff. Um, just like Vengeance that we saw earlier this year, this movie is going to be on my best of 2022 list. Like, it is excellent. Uh, basically, it is um, Ray Fines, he's a head chef on uh, at this restaurant on this exclusive island. And you pay X amount of money to go to the restaurant and you have like five, six courses. And like, it's like a dark comedy thriller. And it's like, things kind of start off normal. But like, as you as you go through each course, things get weirder and weirder until it's like, very apparent that they aren't going to get to leave. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, Ray Fiennes brings that Voldemort energy 
into his scenes so effortlessly. Like when he when he's like when he just cuts all the bullshit and he's like, you guys aren't leaving here. You're like, oh, shit, this motherfucker about to pull his wand out because y'all did. Like, it's it's really fucking good. I highly recommend it. Uh, all right. So why don't we slide on over to this week's discussion of planes, trains and automobiles. First you delay me, then you bump me. I can't wait to see what happens next. Oh. I'm going home for Thanksgiving. I can help get you home. So um, I'm curious, before we do the description, um, I've never seen this movie before. Sativa has seen this movie. Kamaya, Matt, have either one of you seen this movie before? No, this is my first time. Kamaya? I've never heard of it until now. Okay. Uh, Kamaya, how would you describe this movie? A man who has pissed poor luck trying to get home. <laughs> During Thanksgiving. Come on now. That's yeah, the whole point of this. Piss poor luck <laughs> trying to get home for Thanksgiving. <laughs> so um, here's what we're going to do. I think I know how everyone feels about this movie. So why don't we start with you, Matt? Um, movie's okay. Not bad. I'm not going to lead to great. It was an okay movie. Um, I've always heard about this movie. I've never watched it before. But watching it, I mean, I like the it, uh, John Candy and Steve Martin. What's his name? Steve Martin. I like the chemistry. It looks like, I don't know if they're friends in real life or whatever, but. They had good chemistry for their characters. Um, they were both. I won't say idiots. That's not the right word. They were, they were both uh, at fault. They were both at fault for different situations. Um, but it, it was an okay movie. Like I wasn't bored watching this movie. It wasn't like it ran too long and I was like looking at my phone or anything else like that. It was an enjoyable movie, but I'm not going to watch this again. Um it is it will it is what it is. Okay. Kamaya. Um <sighs> I mean I've, I've seen better. Okay. Was it you that recommended this movie? It's or, Thanksgiving. Or... It's, it's Thanksgiving. So I was like, this is the, this is what they say is like the, the classic Thanksgiving movie. And so I was like, okay, I've never seen this movie before. So let's, let's, let's go. There was nothing else in the archives of Thanksgiving. Uh, Maybe what what other Thanksgiving movies are there? I'm not sure. Maybe <laughs> exactly. Hallmark, <laughs> okay, so I take it you didn't care for this movie. Um, like if I had to, no, I'm not. I wouldn't rewatch it. It's like two out of five stars. Probably wouldn't repeat action. Okay. 
Okay. But it was okay for what it was. It was okay for what it was. Wow. Okay. Um, Sativa, why don't you 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 um balance this ship out? I'm gonna be the odd man out here. I grew up on this movie. So I guess I've probably got the nostalgia. I grew up yeah. watching a lot of John Candy, Steve Martin, 80s comedy. So I like this movie. It actually made me miss John. I haven't watched this movie in years, but it made me miss John Candy. It's mm-hmm. like, oh, like he was just such a genuine sort of funny person to watch. And Steve Martin, his physical comedy is great. I I forgot how funny he is physically, like when they get out of that bed and he's oh, he's he's funny. But um, I enjoy it. I have complaints about it too. I guess we can get to those later, but yeah, I don't know. It's just the sort of comedy you kind of expect from that era. And I feel like it's aged fairly well. A lot of movies from the eighties, you kind of look at now and you're like, Oh gosh, you can't make that joke anymore. I feel like this movie was movie. What are you doing? Yeah. Like this movie was relatively free of those sorts of moments where now you're like, Oh gosh, you can't say that. But mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I liked. Re- I enjoyed rewatching it. My husband watched it with me. He enjoyed rewatching it. So, I don't mind the suggestion. Um, so I didn't like this movie. <laughs> um, and you kind of hit the nail on the head with the whole uh, nostalgia thing, Sativa. Because like I did like a poll, and I and I talked to like maybe seven or eight people, and of those people, two of them really enjoyed the movie because it was something from their childhood and yeah it's just i don't know like the only time i really laughed was at the beginning of the movie when um they were in the meeting and the dude the boss guy he was about to say something but he kept delaying it and i was like okay that's funny but then we just went through the the motions and i'm just like where when where are the jokes like I was just really annoyed by John Candy and his antics. And it felt like some stuff was missing. Like the whole animosity between Steve Martin and his wife, like he's really trying to get home. And like they're not saying something. And then that last scene when he's with when they see each other, it feels off because like it feels like we achieved something, but I'm like, what did we achieve? Like why I understand it's a Thanksgiving, but like it feels like there's another reason why he needed to get home, and the movie did not tell us that. Yes, actually, as a kid, that scene where like the wife comes downstairs and she's all like teary and like strange. Yeah. I remember asking my mom, like, why is she crying? Like, what what is her problem? And no one ever knows. I didn't know this till last night because I googled that. I was like, why is the wife crying? Apparently, this movie has a four and a half hour cut. Yes, it does. But yeah. to be fair, to be fair, to be <laughs> fair, most movies have really long cuts. True. And, and I agree that, that the timing on this is perfect. Like an hour and a half, it it needs to stay there. Don't make it longer. But I guess originally there was like some sort of subplot where like the wife thinks that Steve Martin is like committing adultery on her and like yeah. all of these business trips and whatnot are, are lies. Right. So perhaps she thinks that he's not really delayed for Thanksgiving. He's just out with his... What? With his, with his partner. girlfriend and then yeah so like, when she when he, sees he, him show up with this with other John man Candy. she's like oh yeah. things are things aren't you know what i thought they were but yeah. i did always think that was bizarre that like she's so <laughs> distraught and like upstairs crying during thanksgiving that was always right. very strange to me <laughs> yeah like the whole family's there and she's upstairs just 
being weird. <laughs> um, I will say it was really nice. I don't know. I, it, we we is very rare that St. Louis is in a movie. And so it was like, oh, yeah, even though it was 1980 St. Louis, I was like, yeah, there's Lambert Airport. There's that black hotel by the airport. Was it the Renaissance or whatever? Mm. Uh, Fun fact, that's where I had that's where my senior prom was. Oh, very good. But um, yeah, but you know, I'm not sure how often you guys like talk to people like in New York or L.A. And they're like, oh, yeah, I like movie X or x that was set in new york or la but it's bullshit that they did xyz because that's not really new york or la like you know made up something and i was really annoyed that they're like oh yeah it's gonna take us a whole day to get to chicago from st louis i'm like bro that's a four hour drive drive. we had that same complaint yes because at one point when uh the car explodes and they're sitting on the road next to that trunk the sign behind them says they're 109 miles from chicago yet I know at some point they end up on another truck and they're like, oh, it's going to take three hours. I'm like, where right, are you? Right, like, right. <laughs> no, like this isn't easy. Like they're tired and they're swapping off driving. Like, no, this is an easy drive. You get on the interstate and you hit cruise and that's it. Like why? The, that's, and it's not like it's like a lot of twists and turns. Like <laughs> no. it's clear signs. So straight. Even in 1980s without GPS, it's clear signs. That's like, hey, Chicago, just, just, just stay on this highway, Chicago. Like, what do you, what are we doing here? um also home alone house y'all my husband nice pointed it out he's like yeah. yeah all the john hughes movies seem to have that exact house i don't know yeah. if he was friends with the owners or what but that house is always <laughs> like the successful middle-class family house um but also baby kevin bacon it was nice to see him yes Little, little one thing baby. i realized it's a lot of people you you, you mentioned earlier like the movie but like oh i know that person like there was a lot of people in this movie where you're like, oh, that person's been in things, or that person's been in things. And yeah. a lot of it is because like John Candy, John Candy, John Hughes, he's John all Hughes. like, oh yeah, you you my homie, come back for this movie. Correct. Like, uh, the yeah. the rent a car lady, mm-hmm. or right. um that man, that old man on the plane. Right. Yes. Yeah. They the the rental car lady was. In they Ferris were all in Bueller. Home alone. Yeah. Oh, and Home Alone, but yeah, there she did Ferris Bueller with him as well. And I think some of the cut scenes had other actors from the Ferris Bueller movies as well that got cut. Oh, from the, the movie. um Steve Martin's business partner at the beginning, that's Ferris Bueller's dad. Yes. Yeah. But what what were your negatives, Sativa? Um I mean, all of it's very outlandish, which I guess is what makes it funny. I mean, that's kind of what the comedy was if you look at sort of the animal house and, and movies like this, like all of it was just sort of outlandish. So I guess that was but, probably the era, but. But it's also a road trip movie. So like those true. are the kind of antics you get in a road trip movie. Like at some point, something ridiculous has to happen to the car, you know, right. There's gotta, there's gotta be all these fights, arguments, you know. I will say the scene uh, it's during earlier in the movie when they're in the hotel room and Steve Martin, like unleashes on John Candy's character and he's doing the chatty Cathy and he's just so mean. That was uncomfortable to watch. Like, it's really yeah. well done. He plays a cynical asshole so well. Yes. But I was like, oh, like, I hurt right now. Like, that is so mean and John Candy looks so upset. So <laughs> I, I think it's good to set up the characters that way because you're supposed to see at least Steve Martin kind of grow throughout the movie. Mm-hmm. And I think that you see that empathy come in at the end, which I think is very sweet. 
but yeah that was actually really uncomfortable for me to watch i was like please stop like you're, yeah, you're hurting like, this man <laughs> yeah it's like it's not a perfect situation but like he helped you out at the end of the day right man. and he just like goes off and he's picking out all this man's flaws and he's like and all his responses well i like me and my wife likes me and you're like oh mm. man that but hurt. also it felt like it was too early for that outburst because like we still had a whole nother like hour of them being together still you know like that feels like something that you say for like the third act yeah and the weird sort of wife subtext always kind of mm. bothered me and i still didn't get it now and i have looked it up since but i was like why is she being such a bitch about this like flights get canceled why are you crying and moping like, so it's snowing yeah. outside don't you you live, like, in you live in chicago you're used to this like this is not a surprise you have a husband who travels you live in chicago for god's sake like look at that it. house look at that lovely home alone house you live in all right that's that that costs money okay and this man got 700 dollars in cash in his wallet like i looked it up and yeah in like 1987 or whatever this was like that's yes. a lot of money in 2022 money that's like 1800 dollars. yeah like just just chill. Like, why? he'll be home when he gets Sir. home but then i also remember like you know it's the 80s like you, you know and they was talking about what cards do you have on you and you're like i got a diner's card i got a neiman markets card and i'm like yeah that's right um it, it was a little different back then it was it was a different time for plastic <laughs> But uh, so what do you ladies think the Rotten Tomatoes was on this movie? I probably saw it when I was looking up things about the movie. So just throw I, I a should number probably... out there. Just throw a number out. Oh, gosh. This is probably well loved. Uh, it's probably in like the 80s would be my guess. Give me a number. 87. Okay. Kamaya? 79. <laughs> just because you didn't like it doesn't mean people like you know also didn't like it kamaya the, the, this is a, the whole movie this, this is a beloved film apparently and they're they're remaking it someone loves it well oh, that yeah. okay okay i didn't put this in my trivia but um they were really close to remaking this but they were yeah. gonna remake this with kevin hart and will smith yes yeah. and then the oscars so and so that that's on yeah, hold no. Uh, Matt, Rotten Tomatoes, what's your guess? All right, yeah, something high. I think it's probably like um, 90%. Because I know people watch this for Thanksgiving, just like Christmas Story for Christmas time. Mm -hmm. So I say 90%. 92% with an 87% audience score. That was close. But I might, I might have seen it while I was looking around. So, <laughs> All right, trivia time. Trains, planes, and automobiles is rated R, but would have easily been rated PG or PG-13 if it weren't for the rental car scene. How many times was the F word used in it? A, nine times, B, 12, C, 16, or D, 19? It was a lot. So I will say... Either 16 or I'll go with 16. As as they think about this, now I'm thinking about it. Was that necessary? Did like once he did that and they had the whole interaction, were you like <laughs> belly laughs? Like no. did they well, just... I, like I said, I stopped laughing after the opening scene. So 
like there there was the only time I laughed or not even laughed, I, I chuckled or smiled is where when the state trooper pulled him over and John Candy is telling him, he was like, oh, no, it doesn't look a nice, but, you know, it, it does things. Or it gets the radio still works. Right. Like, that's the part I was like, <laughs> besides that, yeah, that was all I got. Um, no, I don't think that scene was necessary at all because it's like, I think John Candy said something to him earlier about, like, not being an asshole to people. And it's like, bro, if you would have just talked to her with some fucking decency, she would have given you could have gotten all that strained out. Right. And then like the amount of fuck that he said, it was I understand you would want to throw one or two or three in the sentence, but the amount you did is you're not gonna you never going to get the answer you want by doing that much cursing right at somebody. So what do you say, ladies? Nine, twelve, sixteen, or nineteen? Probably 19. And fun story about that scene. Uh, I used to watch this a lot as a kid, apparently. I used to know that scene, and I recited it once. <laughs> I, I censored myself, but the, the audio went out on the tape. And my dad was trying to fix the TV, and then I knew the scene, and he just looked at me like, oh, no. No, I was like a, was like a third grader. You, this yeah. is the last time you're watching this, hon. <laughs> yeah, it was probably 19. He says it a lot, and I agree it was unnecessary. Uh, it's probably just to show what a dick he is. You know, he's just this. I mean, pollutant. by this point in the movie, we know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he, you know, he's just this high society marketing jerk, and he's going to yeah. take it on that poor lady in St. Louis. What do you say, Kamaya? 9, 12, 16, 19. 19. Okay. The marathon car rental scene is exactly one minute long from the time Steve Martin starts his tirade to the time the attendant ends the scene. And that's 60 seconds, the F word is used 19 times, 18 Damn. by Martin and once by the employee. Damn. All she lays it on there. him, though. She does a good job with that. Yeah. <laughs> well, you're fucked. Mm hmm. And you know, another right. thing where you say, I threw it away. If you watch it, when he throws the rental agreement, the wind blows it right back to him and it's on the okay. ground in the same scene. That's funny. I didn't notice that, but that's hilarious. Yeah. Um, Said it again. Why would you get rid of the rental agreement if you were going to dispute the agreement? Because he was upset. Come on. He was throwing a hissy fit. He was just yeah. throwing stuff everywhere. Yeah, he was so upset. Yeah. And also, he's a fucking asshole. Yeah. Well, we knew uh, that. <laughs> All right. He is because, uh, uh, well, real no, quick. What's up? He is because he did not succeed at all on his own. So, mm -hmm. him keep trying to dismiss uh, John Candy. John Candy's the one who hooked him up with everything that he needed all the way. So, like him, like, oh, we should go our separate ways, or him doing like this is. He should have just stayed at the fucking airport because everything that happened on there, all the good stuff, the hotels, the cars, the everything else like that, John Candy hooked him up there. So when he was constantly trying to get rid of him, like he was going to do better without him, he never did better without him. Yeah. Um. So there is like a deleted scene where um his friend from the beginning of the movie, um he actually gets home um in a reasonable amount of time because he stayed at the fucking airport 
Right. Yeah. Um, so trivia though. After Dale steals Neil's cap at the beginning of the movie, Neil looks down and sees that the cap is gone. In the puddle on the ground, there are two shower curtain rings. I did not notice that. I didn't notice that either. According to the biographical book John Hughes, a law and sorry, a life in film. One actor who portrayed a truck driver was only supposed to have one line and work for one day. Because of the weather delay, the weather related delays during production, Hughes chose to keep him on keep him on standby. The actor ended up working enough days while the crew waited for the snow to come that he earned enough money to make a down payment on the a house. The actor in question is Troy Evans, who was uncredited as the shy truck driver in the movie. John Hughes originally wanted Tom Hanks for the role of Neil and John Travolta for the role of Dale. Hanks was unavailable since he was busy shooting big and Paramount executives did not want Travolta in the movie because at the time he was considered box office poison. I don't really see... John Travolta as the annoying John Candy type. Right. No, I don't see that at all. And as for Tom Hanks, especially like young Tom Hanks, I could see him in either one of those roles. Yeah, Tom Hanks could work, but John Travolta, but um what was John Travolta or I guess what did John John Travolta do that he was considered toxic? I was hoping you would ask that. It was the shit that he was in. Like, I feel like around this time, didn't Grease 2 come around come out around this time? Um, I am not sure. So do, uh, I, I don't think familiar... the follow-up to that disco movie did terribly well. Yeah, he did, Grease he did a follow-up did. to uh Saturday Night Fever. Oh, that's it. I'm sorry. Saturday yeah. Night Fever too. Yeah, that sorry. I think like bombed horribly. Okay. I think. Yeah, because I don't think he was in Greece too. I think that was like different people. Yeah, I've never heard of any of this shit. Like, <laughs> he had Greece in '78. Welcome back, Carter, '75 to '79. He was an urban cowboy, and then just like some shit I've never fucking heard of in a day of my fucking life. And then a year later, he was in Look Who's Talking, cause that's how bad it was for John Travolta. If they if this movie would have came out like a decade later, I think Chris Farley would have rocked that role. Oh, that's, for sure. That's interesting that you say Chris Farley for John Candy because similar fates. Well, not similar fates. John Candy had a heart attack. Chris Farley was drugs, but yeah. Right. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. And then you get, I was going to say Adam Sandler, but then I'm just doing, um, what's that? Oh, now I'm thinking of David Spade. What's that movie they did? Was it Black Sheep? Mm-hmm. No, yeah. uh, no, you're, you're no, thinking Tommy of, Boy. Uh, Tommy, Tommy Boy. There we go. Tommy Boy. Yeah, yes. Tommy Boy. I'm sorry. Black yeah. Sheep is a different one. Because sure. those are, those are both road trip movies, right? Tommy Boy was. I haven't yeah. seen Black Sheep. Yeah. Uh, last thing. The scenes shot at Lambert Airport in St. Louis were shot during winter, but the weather was uncharacteristically warm because it's St. Louis. Um, the weather was mid-80s, so all the snow in the scene had to be trucked in. There you go, St. Louis. Stay consistent. Right. All right. Well, watching the movie, 
Uh, mm-hmm. I'm sorry. I should have said this earlier, but the thing that shocked me, I was like, ah, oh, this dude's smoking in his hotel room. <laughs> oh, my God. Smoking at the airport, too? <laughs> right, right. Airport. right. I was like, ah, oh, this is a, we, we, they should live in a wild time. Yeah, he smoked in every seed. I was like, uh, we used to live a wild lifestyle back in the day. <laughs> it's so weird seeing like the fucking protagonist of a movie smoking because it's like bad guys smoking movies now. What's, what's happening right. here? <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it it was yeah, it was truly a different time. And I was also thinking about like how Dale's job wouldn't really be a thing nowadays. No, not at all. When he was like, I sell shower curds. And what else? <laughs> he was like, no, that's his job. But it's like we ordered that really... shit from China now. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> but all right. Um, so thank you, ladies, for coming back. This was a lot of fun. Uh, anything y'all want to plug before we get out of here? Oh, Chad, I'm I'm boring. We can't so hear your head shaking, Kamaya. No. All righty. Well, thank you so much for listening. Please rate, like, and review our podcast on your platform of choice. If you have any feedback, please email us at we used to talk pod at gmail.com, like our Facebook page. We used to talk about this at work and follow us on YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at we used to talk pod. Next week, we redeem Rachel's 10 guest appearance punch card when she returns to discuss the movie she chose, Guy Ritchie's The Gentleman. And like always, I don't know if this is a good episode. I don't know if it was a bad episode, but whatever you think about, think about it. Talk about it at work. Thank you for listening. (laughs)